Hi, everybody. Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. I hope you're doing well. So I had a conversation with Alex Jones, the uh, host of InfoWars, which you can find, of course, at InfoWars.com, one of the most powerful voices in the alternative media. We were talking about a general topic, but he had some very specific and powerful things to say about what's happening to InfoWars with regards to censorship and Facebook and other entities. And I didn't want to wait to get the information out. So I'm going to give you the excerpt of the interview here. The full interview, of course, we will be putting out next week, the stuff which we're not including here. But I thought this stuff was important enough that you should really get a chance to eyeball it and come to your own conclusions and do more research on this topic. It's very powerful and a little alarming, to put it to frankly, what is happening in America with this question of allowing some fairly lefty outlets to define what is fake news, what is real news, what is legitimate, and what is not. It used to be the marketplace of ideas that would decide that. But now it seems to be that there are particular entities and algorithms, uh, neither of which I think are going to be particularly objective, that are going to try and filter out news considered to be fake or manufactured or questionable or untrustworthy and so on. Uh, That is not a very good approach to journalism. That is not a very good approach to the marketplace of ideas. And as you can imagine, Mr. Jones has something to say about it. Uh, I guess it's been a fairly big year for you, Alex, a fairly important year, a fairly transitional year. Would that be a fair way to characterize it? You always say it better than I do. This is Twilight Zone. I mean, we've seen the the collapse of the megastate, at least the collapse in confidence uh, in the megastate in Europe with uh, what's happening with Brexit, but also Italy voting to not expand Euro control. We've seen the Euro say, oh, we'll just march our EU army into your countries if you try to leave. How's that sound? And now they're telling England, we don't care if you try to have a Brexit. We're just going to keep you in. Well, again, they're showing the fact that they're tyrants. And here, Zuckerberg obviously came out in in the latter part of December and announced, I'm going to have Snopes and basically the UN, uh, just like they have censorship in Europe, decide what's real news and what's not. And we're going to, quote, bury fake news. They say InfoWars is chief amongst it. Uh, The uh, Twitter sphere, of course, is alive with the news that Uh, The Washington Post and others are calling for Trump to be banned from Twitter. The 45th president of the United States saying he's a bully. Uh, And so now we're really seeing the ultimate push to restrict free speech. It's actually happening and it's being done Chinese communist style by dubbing it fake news. It's, It's quite remarkable. Well, and given how much the mainstream media has gotten not only wrong, wrong is an insult to the word wrong. It's like the complete opposite of correct. You know, they called the Hillary election wrong. There's so many uh, stories that they've gotten completely wrong uh, and so much manipulation and so much false reporting going on that this really is, you know, the old analogy of putting the, the fox in charge of the hen house, giving the mainstream media the power to determine what is real news. How about you let the market of ideas figure out what is real news? How about we invite all voices to the table and see who, see who tells the most compelling story with the most facts. Well, sure. And again, it, it's the perfect storm that we've talked so much about. That you've got big central governments, left or right, losing credibility, collapsing. Uh, we also have the media with almost no viewers, the dinosaur, legacy, true fake news, caught with fake polls, not just here, but in Europe. Uh, the, you know, the poll showed Merkel's party was going to win again, but about 15 points. Her party lost. Same thing in Italy. The polls said that uh, those that were for EU expansion, it was going to win. It lost. Same thing here with Trump. And so we also see the WikiLeaks, I mean, I think the MVP of the last year, uh, exposing with the whistleblowers the fact that it's all scripted, all controlled, uh, media members saying, I want to lie to the public. I'm a hack. Tell me what to say, Hillary. This group that has zero credibility is now trying to say everything but us 
has to be licensed, has to be shut down, has to be monitored, has to be filtered. And, oh, by the way, everybody but us are really Russian agents. Uh, the Russian agents made Hillary lose. The FBI made Hillary lose. Everybody made Hillary lose but Hillary and the establishment that thought that they could run Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton again. And both of them, early on, they had big scientific polls where Hillary was in single digits. So was Jeb Bush. And people like Donald Trump were way ahead because, yeah, people are sick of the same old establishment, but they are so disconnected with their butlers and their palaces that they thought the same old bull would work. The problem is now they're still in control of the central government for another 35 days or 30 days or whatever it is until Trump gets in. And they're openly now trying to overthrow the election. They're openly calling for his assassination. They're calling for coup d'etats. Then I come out and say, oh, look, Nancy Pelosi's daughter wants a coup. And she goes on Fox and goes, Alex Jones is threatening me. I'm getting death threats saying I'm, I want to overturn the election when she's saying she wants to. So it's, they've gotten so delusional, Stefan. I don't know what you call this. You probably have a term for it. They've gotten so delusional that they're, they're, they're contradicting themselves in their own sentences. It's total la-la land. Well, I think with the mainstream media, the, the real mind's muscularity resides in what is called the alternative media or another name, the honest media, the media who's not bought and controlled by special interest groups. You know, if you're a salmon and you're kind of swimming with the current, you don't need to move that much and you think you're a great swimmer. Because the current is carrying you. And there has been a sort of leftist momentum in the mainstream media that has made them soft. You know, they haven't had to tolerate different opinions. They have a kind of unisphere of echo chamberness in their own offices. They don't hire people who challenge them. They don't get guests on who really challenge them. So they've kind of gotten lazy. And now that they're getting pushback from a more muscular media, from a media that's had to fight tooth and nail to get its audiences and has sharpened its skills thereby, it is like looking, you know, like there's a boxer sometimes who's, you know, way past his prime. And and hasn't worked out for a while, and then you've got some lean, hungry uh, person with ripped abs and, and blurred, blurring arms just getting in there. And I think the media is freaking out because they've gotten so soft and complacent that all they can do is lash out with threats of censorship and government action and so on, rather than engage the alternative media in a substantive debate. Well, I'm definitely going to play this on my show as soon as this comes out. Again, you've always got the best allegories or parallels. That's it. A fish that doesn't have to swim upstream just kind of waddles around. There's food laying around. It's in its own kind of outer space world with no gravity. But those of us that had to fight tooth and nail for decades and did it because we truly cared, had our already had our own businesses, as I know you did, were already successful. You know, I mean, I was already successful in, in what I was doing, but I was so angry about what was happening, I got involved. And, and certainly I had rough edges, but it didn't matter. The, the reality and the basic uh, authenticity of it resonated with people who had been made to feel like they were all alone. So you're exploding, I'm exploding. By every metric, I am very heartened to see hundreds of prominent free thinkers of every race, color, creed, color, persuasion, but we get the general fact that the elite is authoritarian, no matter what label they give it, they're out of control. And we've been swimming upstream so long that we're kicking their butt, they're now having to swim upstream, they're panicking. And I watched last night three networks MSNBC, CNN, CNBC, and also Fox, but they didn't do it officially as a network, say, we're all for the First Amendment, but Alex Jones is dangerous. It's time to shut him down. Now, I'd been told by an inside source that morning that Pelosi was calling an emergency meeting saying, I want him arrested. He's yelling fire in a theater. Uh, and I didn't learn that they put something out that I threatened her daughter, which I didn't do. Hours later, five hours later, she goes on Cavuto and says, I'm scared. Alex wants people to kill me. I mean, 
I mean, this is the level they've hit where you go, hey, lady, you're, you're forming a coup against voters. This isn't right. Meanwhile, Democrats were calling it a coup in newspapers. She goes, ah, ah, he wants to hurt me, violent, violent. And on the channels, they kept saying, Jones is calling for violence. Jones is going to cause violence. They're the ones that have been in every major newspaper I've seen, LA Times, New York Times, Time Magazine, Washington Post, saying kill Donald Trump. I mean, everybody saw that. I'm not saying kill anybody. And then they're projecting onto us. That's what's so crazy is I've never seen such delusional projection by them. And I mean, I got to tell you, it's crazy to see them saying, we are going to censor fake news. It's going to start now. We're going to bury InfoWars. You're not going to be able to get to his site. And Google and Facebook have messages now on Chrome and others saying, this is a fraudulent, dangerous site. Don't go here. The China is coming to America, but meanwhile, they lost the election, but they're saying ban the president from the internet. These people are like employees that run your office, say you leave for six months, you come back and they've tried a hostile takeover, basically. I mean, this is just, let me ask you this question. Where do you see this going? Or or 80, do you agree with what, what I just said, Stefan? And B, where does it go? Because they it's the madness of King George. It was the insanity of King George III that finally led to the colonies breaking away. It seems like that's when the elite finally implode, like Nero, is when they go completely nuts. Well, nobody seems like a dictator if you agree with them, right? I mean, if, if you're very pro-Stalin, Stalin doesn't mind having you around. And so because so many people have been so compliant with the myths of the mainstream media for so long, the mainstream media has shown its benevolent face. It's sort of pat pat on the head. We don't have to be too extreme. We don't have to be too crazy because everyone kind of can, we control the narrative. Everyone kind of agrees with us and we can very easily demonize uh, people who oppose us. With the rise of the internet and the rise of the alternative media, there is now substantive and weighty and muscular disagreement with the mainstream media. And the tyrant is revealed when you disagree. As long as you agree, with the tyrant, he looks benevolent. When you disagree in a substantive way with the tyrant, the mask comes off and you see the tyranny underneath. And I think that the disagreement that the alternative media is is helping to bring to focus and to bear on the mainstream media and this deconstruction of false narratives in real time. You know, the false narratives used to take months or years, or sometimes it would wait for like 20 years for the papers to come out uh, about what happened. You know, like uh, all of these Soviet spies uh, in the State Department in the 1950s, it took till, till the Venona project in the 1990s to decrypt all of these Soviet cables and, and reveal just how many Soviet spies were there. It takes decades sometimes for now. And then who cares, right? Who cares about the Gulf of Tonkin incident so far after but the fact? But now we're learning in real time. So, yeah. so then what do you predict happens to them next? I mean, they're, they're delusional. They've dug in. They're trying to start wars. Obama, you know, is just weeks from being out of office. He's sending massive trips to the Russian border. It just seems like they're going crazy. Well, they're going to double down. This is what uh, crazy people do. You know, when you confront a false narrative, they double down. They don't seem to have the capacity to look in the mirror and say, where did we go wrong and what can we do better? Now, of course, if you're market facing, then you have to do that every day. Right? I, I, every day I'm like, well, how can I do my show better? And, and how can I improve things and so on? And that's uh, how you succeed and, and grow as well. So they're going to double down, but they can't win. Because reality and the dissemination of information, facts, truth, reason, and evidence are all on the side of those who oppose them. You and if there was ever a launch pad for it, historically, they can't get a true tyranny in place. You're absolutely right from my view. But then that therein lies the, the, I mean, the danger of the immovable object you know, uh, comes into force uh, with the unstoppable force. What happens then? This isn't a Soviet Union that came out of a czarist depression. So then what happens if they're trying old Soviet or old fascist style takeovers right out of the book? 
against a modern, sophisticated civilization. They've got a bunch of old, addled weirdos like Nancy Pelosi and George Soros running it, and they are calling the shots. That sounds pretty explosive and dangerous where they don't seem to get it and are moving forward with a 19th or 20th century authoritarianism. Well, of course, the reality, Alex, and this is why people were surprised that I was uh, very pro-Trump, the reality, as you know, is that this would have happened whether or not Trump had gotten in. It's just that it's a whole lot better with Trump getting into office uh, for the alternative media. They were going to do this crackdown because they know how close. If it had been a close election, they'd have known that it would be You're close because on. of that. You're dead on. Drudge came to my studios in this studio a year ago and said, that with the Supreme Court judges, but with others, they're shutting it down in 2016. They're handing it over to the uh, UN. They're going to bring in German-style censorship like they have in the EU. And he was upset. He came here just to warn the world. And now Hillary, as you know, a month before the election, she said, we're going to shut down the alt-right, her definition, as if we're right-wing. We're the true liberals, in my view. We're going to shut down the alt-right as soon as I get in. Well, now Trump got in. There's exactly, they're still moving forward. That's what I'm saying, even though... I mean, I guess they're going to try to keep him out of office. Well, I'm, I'm sure that there are certain elements that would like that, but uh, that would tear the country apart. I mean, that, that would be the end of the republic, I think. If you can't have a peaceful transition of power, uh, that that's it. I mean, then then who knows what happens after that, but it, it wouldn't be But could be that be what they're planning? I mean, could that be what they're planning? I think that they. I think there are certain elements that would very much like that, uh, but I. I just don't think that there's a way that they can do it. There's too much alternative information out there. There are too many sources of facts for them to be able to do the steamroller, which they normally do. Which is here's the narrative. We all agree in it, and anyone who disagrees with us is crazy. Uh, that narrative, sure. that whole approach to the dissemination of truth, doesn't work anymore because there are so well, many well, sure. voices out there with actual facts and evidence backing well, up the statements. I mean, even Clapper, even Loretta Lynch admits, okay, no real hacking. Okay, the the, the Russian media was somewhat pro-Trump. But what about the Chinese media, uh, pro-Hillary? What about the EU media, pro-Hillary? The UK media, almost totally you know, state-run, pro-Hillary. The Mexican media, the Canadian media, almost totally pro-Hillary. All the major media here, almost completely pro-Hillary. Uh, the big uh, Google, Facebook, almost all from the top down, pro-Hillary. What about the Chinese admittedly giving her $300 million? Or the, the, you know, the Saudi prince bragging he gave her 20% of her money? That's all illegal. She got away with it. So, so what if the Russians had their finger on the scale, which there's no evidence? They've got, you know, 20 gold bricks over here with her. The Russians put half a brick over here. The foreign involvement, the illegals voting. See, that's the logic. Everybody inherently knows that. And so what if, if we're been friendly with Russia? Russia is progressing into a freer civilization. We've been going the other way. But let me ask you this. What do you make, then, of this huge burgeoning liberty movement waking up worldwide? Why do you think it's happening, Stefan, A? And then let me ask this question, B. How would you, because I'm looking to shoot a video of my own today, how would you label the year of 2016? And then what do you predict for 2017? If this is the, if, if, if this is the year that the Renaissance came from underground and exploded out into beautiful view with all its colors and all its banners and all its choices and all its true liberalism, then what is next year? Well, you know, uh, if you've ever been in a relationship with a very, very attractive woman that you kind of suspect might be a little crazy, but you're not sure, and after a while, you know, she's keyed your car, she's set fire to your pets, and she's spray-painted your apartment, at some point, the evidence accumulates that, that bad, crazy stuff is happening, and it doesn't matter how attractive the woman is, you've got to get out there and <laughs> adopt a new name and, and, and change your hairstyle. So the promise, of course, that has been put forward with collectivism, with oligarchical, hierarchical collectivism, the promise has been 
Surrender your rights and we'll make your life wonderful. Surrender your power to us. Uh, have more and more layers of bureaucracy and everything will be wonderful. We're just one more statute book away from paradise. As the evidence has accumulated that this is incredibly corrosive and destructive to our freedoms, we remain an empirical mammalian life form. You know, you can only hide the truth for so long and the internet is putting out all of this wonderful meme warfare which deconstructs nonsense arguments in one funny picture and that is incredibly concentrated so the fantasy is being unra- is unraveling the facts are coming in counter to the narrative and uh, the reality is you know you're in a sailboat the wind starts to blow the other way there's only so much you can do so 2017 is going to be the a year of i hope i hope i hope it remains a civil verbal battle of ideas And uh, the left, of course, I think has lost the battle of ideas decades ago after the fall of the Soviet Union and the horrors that were revealed under Chairman Mao's communism and the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. They lost the argument for collectivism and central planning decades ago, which is why they started stuffing the ballots with illegal immigrants. Exactly. How could anybody, say, Venezuela or Cuba or the old Russia or China is a good thing? I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, basically, communism is like you turn a you turn an aquarium over a ferret, and it scrabbles at the at the glass, and everyone's saying, "Oh, he loves it in there. It's beautiful." <laughs> it's like he'll chew his way through the glass if he can. So the evidence is in, and people are beginning to make their decisions, and people are realizing what treasures have been left behind, what has been lost, and what is in danger of being lost forever, which are basic Western uh, freedoms. And uh, there is a strong reaction to that, and there is a strong. I wasn't sure whether there was going to be any blowback from the ex- extreme leftist agenda that being pursued by academia, by the media, by Hollywood, and so on for decades. But human beings, you know, you've got to to rely on their resilience and their bounce back. They're seeing the facts and they're pushing back hard. Sure, and people are adapting and overcoming. Uh, I mean, I totally agree. And, and, and with epigenetics and instincts, you can take, you know, any animal, but especially mammals, and have it born in a cage. It comes out, still has basic instincts. So no matter what they do, it was an allegory, of course, in the movie, uh, The Island, where they're clones... Uh, and they're kept in the subterranean deal to be harvested their organs, but it's almost like metaphysically or virally, they pick up the memories, race memories of the human species and break out of it. And, 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 and so that's what we're seeing here. And I think really, I don't say this to be positive, it's true. I'm not being a cheerleader. I really see desperateness in the elite. And I think their desperateness, like a drowning person, is only accelerant on the fires of liberty. So I see 2017 as being explosive. I see it as the critical year. If people think 2016 was key, I think 2017 is going to be king. It is. Um, everything has been a lead up to this next year. We are we are poised, I think, as a movement to uh, to achieve our goals. But it is going to be uh, in the face of its strenuous uh, resistance. And um, the fact that uh, Trump is in the White House uh, lends an enormous potential to the cause, which we should take, uh, I think, to take some some happiness in. But uh, it is going to be a strenuous and, and challenging time. Uh, and uh, I, for one, uh, I welcome that. You know, I mean, if you, if you don't like being a boxer, don't be a boxer. But I've been training for this for 30 years, and I am ready to roll. I agree with you. You know, there's two different types of so-called pseudo-liberals I run into here in Austin, Texas, which is a lot of classical old-fashioned so we're good people. They come up and go, no, I'm for Trump. I get what you say. You know, long-haired hippies that own bike shops, you name it. They're nice people. They're anti-war. They get all the, you know, the common sense stuff. They're nice liberals. But then there's like these younger, more trendy. They're really angry. They're pissed. And they are so committed to the lie, they're now panicking because they want to laugh at everyone and laugh at free market. They, they're delusional. They think they're part of the power structure. I mean, you know, it's like a kid imagining they're a superhero, even though they're not even part of the power structure. 
And it, I mean, they're delusional, but now I have them coming up, cussing at me in restaurants, yelling at me on the street, coming up and showing me a gun on their side and threatening me. This happened three weeks ago, going F you Alex Jones and F Donald Trump. And I'm just like, I'm sorry he wants to cut your taxes. You know, I, I, I just, I just, I'm so, I don't know what's happened to them. They have turned into like brown shirts. Well, we have a generation largely raised without fathers. We have a generation that has not been exposed to rigorous and critical thinking. We have a generation that has been stripped of the nobility of their history and replaced with bottomless vats of self-loathing uh, about white Christian Western civilization. Uh, and they are cut adrift and they are moreless and they are panicking. You know, if, if you take an animal and remove its senses, it tends to lash out at everything. And when you take a human being and remove from them the capacity to reason and the capacity to feel pride in the gifts that they have inherited from hardworking ancestors, they tend to lash out randomly. Uh, and of course, it is our hope that we can sort of capture, give them the hug of reason and set them on the right path. But uh, it is um, no, I totally what happens agree. when things uh, misfire. Uh, men seem panicked and scrabbling in all directions. The women seem panicked and scared. And they keep getting directed by the central government and central media. And each step makes it worse. But they become more doubled down into the cult, kind of like a Nigerian scam. You know, you get an email saying, send me $1,000 to Prince Abubu, and you're going to get 100000 Sorry, Prince Abubu only needs 5000 more. You're going to get a million. And then, oh, you're going to get a meeting with Prince Abubu, but you got to send him, you know, 10000 more. And then you find out it was a Nigerian scam. I've known people 10 years after the scam started, you know, a decade ago. This started like 20 years ago, who, who get mad at me. Co-workers, and they go, you're just mad I'm getting a million from Prince Boo Boo or whatever the name is. And I'm like, no, it's fake. And they, even after they get ripped off, they won't admit I was warning them about a scam. So how do you help people that are so committed to a delusion that they never admit they're wrong? When I'm wrong, I admit it all the time. I don't understand this thing being committed to your mistakes. Well, have... Children these days and, and young adults, have they ever developed the emotional capacity to deal with being wrong and correcting themselves? You know, this, this, uh, everyone gets a medal. Everyone, like, the, all competition is gone. You never have to lose. You never have to admit fault. You're never going to get an F. You're never going to be held back. And there's no threat of losing uh, the progress. Social promotion, they call it. Let's just keep you going. So when children grow up being shielded from the consequences of failure, uh, they don't know how to emotionally handle being wrong, being incorrect, and having to change course. And so they lash out like toddlers in temper tantrums. And of course, they're bigger than toddlers and they can vote. So it's a little bit more risky. Well, exactly. I have three children and you know, you want to spoil them. I mean, I, I know my parents were nice, but I thought that was me not giving me money when I wanted something. I had to go get a job at 12 to buy a new bike. You know, that was me. But then I think back all the fun stuff I found at jobs and girlfriends and learned how to do things and all the cool old people that showed me how to fix boats. It was like, wow, they were getting me out of the house. You know, like, don't be in the house. Don't watch TV. Get the hell out of here. Go mow the yard. And then I, my kids are great, but I spoiled them up until a point. And then they kind of threw fits when I got back on them and took stuff away and made them work for everything. But then they're so much happier and now enjoy doing things. And, I, and, and, and of course, I'm saying simple things everybody knows, except a lot of modern people, their parents never did that. I know a lot of people that are 25, 30, 40 don't even know how to make food. They don't even know how to make their beds. Uh, they just trendy around bitching all day. And I'm like, wow, like you said, these are like adult toddlers. Yeah, I guess the concept of laundry is, is garbage bags full of clothes you drop off at mom's places. 
So that is the chat that we had, uh, part of the chat that we have. We'll be releasing more from that interview next week as part of a surprise that we are working on up here at Free Domain Radio. I want to thank, of course, Alex Jones for his times. Recommend that you check out Infowars.com. And of course, you can help support Free Domain Radio at uh, freedomainradio.com slash donate. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Stay alert, stay sharp, stay focused. This is Stefan Molyneux. Thank you again.